0: like a ghost let me try to power technology the man oh that's better uh still like a ghost well not much just be the way i <laughs> um
1: All right, welcome to episode 13, Valley of the Sunday Scaries. My name is Sean Nickel, coming at you. Today we're sponsored by Northward Apparel. That's my cousin's company. Uh, I finally fit into the shirt after all of the exercising and good eating I've done this year. Uh, today, we have a guest. So, our first time ever, we're going to do a remote guest. It's Adam Dietz. Uh, he's a fan favorite of mine. He's one of my best friends from college. He's in my wedding. Uh, we talk about the three things that he's focusing on um, on the side outside of his job. So, uh, three hobbies that he has. One of the funniest guys that I know. And uh, we win deep on this one. So, uh, we'll be talking about that. And uh, we'll just kick it off right to him.
0: Uh, is this the first time you've done it with somebody else?
1: Um, not in the same <laughs> Oh, pretty forward. Um, not in the same. I've done one with someone sitting next to me after the waste okay. management open, but yeah. I've never done, if this really works, like this is yeah. a whole new ball game because okay. no one has anything to do besides this. <laughs> and That's and true. If, you know yeah. what I mean? Uh, as I mentioned before, we have our first remote guest. Uh, this is Adam Dietz. A few things about Adam and I'll let him talk about himself a little bit, uh, Adam Dietz is a perfect definition of what we're going to cover, which is hobbies and side hustles, specifically side hustles that don't generate any money. Because that is what you know everyone's got to start off doing these days. Uh, he's the commissioner of my fantasy football league, one of the best commissioners I've ever had the pleasure of working with. And if we get to it in time, he is a four-time co-ed flag football champion at Western Michigan University. So we're going to turn it over to Adam Dietz. If there's anything you... I, mean, I kind of covered everything that is about you. But if you want to add anything extra... Uh, now would be the time to do so. So take it away.
0: First of all, I just want to say thanks for having me, Sean. Yeah, I think you pretty much got everything, those three <laughs> bullet points. Uh, particularly the the hobbies that uh, don't make money, side hustles that actually lose money. Um, I've kind of perfected that. Uh, I know that you're kind of, this is sort of an inspirational thing. Or at least, you know, I, I'm not entirely sure what it is yet. Uh, we don't,
1: we, no one knows. Yeah, really.
0: okay. It, so I... Yeah, it's organic.
1: It, it just keeps it, moving.
0: <laughs> sure. In terms of inspiring, yeah, I'm not sure I can offer a ton. Uh, I just wanted to make one statement off the bat. So if you were going to name this quarter life crisis, shouldn't you have started it when you were like 15?
1: I've I've gotten a lot of feedback that I'm not yeah. going to live to be 118 years old. Yeah. Um, that's yeah. a, that's like a pretty 60. frequent, that's a pretty frequent, uh, <laughs> hey, in today's day and age, you never know how long it's going to be.
0: That's so, fair. That's fair. <laughs> um, but beyond that, no. Yeah. Again, thanks for having me. For yeah, sure. yeah. But again, I, I'm really happy to be here. I think that what you're doing is really cool. I think that uh, it's hard to be earnest when you're doing something. It's a lot easier to be snarky and kind of sarcastic and distant and make fun of people. I know because I've done a lot of that. I I was going to
1: say, between the two of us, we're very snarky and sarcastic. So, like, we got to be careful how we tread this water. So, you mentioned that you've seen a couple of these uh, before we got on. So, I'm sure you're familiar with the quarter life crisis idea. Um, What is your take on, you know, people that enter their late 20s, early 30s? Because you're in your very early 30s now, like, as in you just turned 30, correct?
0: Yeah, last week. Yep.
1: As early as you can get. So, what are your thoughts on? people going through this part of their life where maybe they've gone five or six years in a career and they kind of feel stuck like what do you think about all that
0: well i just want to say being 30 so far sucks uh <laughs> I can't go outside uh, nobody will like visit me or talk to me uh yeah it's been it's been kind of brutal but... you were
1: supposed to come out here for your birthday it didn't happen because you yeah, had a big birthday state.
0: trip planned <laughs> just kind of skype call you and are like hey bad times huh yep <laughs> see you later um Quarter life crisis. So yeah, I mean, I think like it's, uh, it's a very unique kind of situation uh, for our generation. Just like things are very different than they were for baby boomers. I don't know, people that I know place like a really distinct importance on like happiness and finding value in your work. Like having like a cool job mm. that also makes you a lot of money. That is also like for some place, you something you believe in uh, that does good things and aligns with your values. And I don't think like my parents or your parents were probably as concerned with that. And like the 90s is littered with movies of like, uh, like a movie like Reality Bites is is about mm-hmm. like a bunch of like young 20 somethings and they're like 23 and they all have like good jobs and a good economy. And they're all like, yeah, I would rather start a <laughs> band and Nirvana <Yeah. laughs> and it's just like kind of whiny. But I think that, uh I think that personally I would say, and I and can really only speak for myself, I think like this idea of like happiness, and like finding your dream job and just sort of constantly evaluating things on a day-to-day basis where it's like, I'm always thinking, like, uh, what, this is so dumb. I, I don't even know if I want you to put this out there. I'm always <laughs> thinking like, what's my legacy going to be? Mm. Like, I always think about that. And it's like, who, I, none, like, I don't know. Like, That's like who,
1: deep thinking, actually.
0: Oh man, I tell you what, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm not that deep, but I, I, think about, I think about these very existential things, especially the last week that I've been 30. It's just like a constantly, a constant sort of carousel of thinking, rethinking, what are my options? Uh, Is this what I want to do forever? Uh, Is this what I want to do for another year? And I I think it's it's kind of a unique situation. And like I have like student loan debts and that kind of, I think, influences a lot of like the work that people do and sticking around places and like, I don't know. Yeah, that's a long, long answer. Um, But that is my answer. Like I said, I am kind of always thinking about Mm -hmm. like the next step or you know, where am I going to live? What am I going to do? What do I hope to achieve? I think like, I think a lot about like goals and stuff. And uh, that can be a thing that can make you feel good. So we've got like a long list of goals of things that I want to achieve. Like, for instance, I learned to crack an egg with one hand. Ooh. yeah, yeah. I don't know if you do sound effects, but you can insert like pause <laughs> for that. So yeah, I think like by setting goals and stuff, that is a way to sort of make even like small kind of minor goals, like reading books and then yeah. watching movies and stuff. It's something I sort of continually do. I am always kind of thinking about things in the abstract, mm. probably more than I should. Uh, more than
1: the average person, probably, I would guess.
0: You know, who knows, Sean, who knows? Um,
1: You've always I... been anything but average.
0: <laughs> yeah, your words, not mine. <laughs> I always am trying to sort of appreciate the current situation instead of sort of looking back and thinking, mm weren't, wasn't that great or thinking hypothetically in the future and like hoping that I have these things. I, I like to try to ground myself and enjoy mm. the present. Maybe not this specific present, uh, <laughs> like, <laughs> right, virus, yeah. but, uh, in general, the present.
1: Okay. I like yeah. that. So one thing that I, cause I've been doing like a lot of research on it cause this probably started for me about a year and a half ago and I'm kind of like the characters in reality bites, like where I do have a, a great job, but it's like, I'm going to go join a band. This is my version of the band, you know, so I've doing a lot of research on it. And one thing that I found that helps is having like hobbies and side hustles and things that you may be more passionate about that you might be doing on the side. So for me, it's obviously like this podcast and, and creating content like that. But for you, I know you have a couple things that I want to touch on in particular. So one is you run what has to be the most successful podcast based around the television show, Home Improvement, that there is. Can we confirm that?
0: You know, no one's releasing their metrics. It's, it's a little bit like the the Hillary Clinton emails of 2016. I know you don't want to get pulled I think we're probably going to be the first Home Improvement podcast to finish the show mm. uh, in totality, all the episodes. Uh, our website says we're the number one. And, and, you know, if, if you say that, people,
1: number one, we, um, number one in my book, you know, least.
0: what does number one mean exactly? I, I don't know, but yeah, yeah. We've, uh, we've definitely come the, the farthest in covering home improvement and probably done the most with the cast in terms of interviews and so on. So, so
1: I was explaining your podcast to a friend last night and oh, they yeah. laughed cause it's like, it's a cool idea, yeah, but sure. how did you two arrive? So for, for mm-hmm. first off, let's give a plug. So you run home and podcast. It's you and your co-host Jordan Lyons. Um, yeah. How did the two of you come to decide that Home Improvement was going to be the podcast you guys were going to do?
0: Yeah. So we both, I think it was 20, I just graduated grad school. So it was like May of 2016, uh, had a bit more time on my hands. We both liked podcasts a fair amount. Um, Jordan works from home, doesn't get out a ton. So I think he's probably looking for some, I don't know if he'd say this, but some connectivity. Mm. Uh, and I was as well. And, you know, we kind of stay in touch over the years with various things. And uh, we both kind of came up with the, you know, we, we wanted to start a podcast. So the impetus was just kind of wanting to start one because uh, we liked them and we thought, uh, you know, maybe we could do a good job we batted around quite a few different ideas. Um, even at that time, and that's been four years ago, the market was getting pretty saturated with these like tribute sort of television uh, or nostalgic sort of podcasts. Mm. We both, I mean, being in Michigan and, and and I would expect your experience was pretty similar to mine. Um, it was a big show in the 90s, especially in mm-hmm. Michigan being set, Tim Allen's a Michigan sure. guy. Detroit based, um, a lot of allusions to so that, so it was a show that we were familiar with to an extent, but not overly familiar with. We liked it, but didn't love it, which I think makes it more interesting. I don't, I don't want to listen to a podcast about a show that people gush over. and think that's kind mm. of boring or a show that people always hate. Cause that's mm. also just kind of boring. Um, you need to sort of be able to have the, I don't know, the highs, highs and lows, ebbs and flows. Um, so we said all Home improvement because we kind of liked it. We knew a lot about it and there was another podcast that was doing it or at least doing it well at the time yeah at the time yeah okay i don't always want to watch home improvement every week you know like it gets pretty tiring <laughs> yeah you know? it's true sometimes it's, it's it, you know it's, it's it's a sitcom so like it's very sort of around and around we go not a lot of it's not like watching mad men or something mm. where there's big character turns or uh, yeah, not know.
1: a ton of character development and home improvement. Yeah, and also just, not a lot of like... Just the kids getting older, basically. Like, that's about as, as much
0: Right, as- <laughs> yeah. Jill goes to school. Brad gets a car. It's real sitcom-y stuff. Um, there's not, like, hidden meanings. Like, you can't right. sort of analyze, like, a Tony Soprano or something. So, it gets tiring, but uh, we're almost done. You no, know, I would like to sort of just continue with maybe uh, one-off episodes every month or so, sort of covering adjacent... Oh, cool. um, ...projects. But we'll see what happens. I, I think we'll probably take a little break after it's done because you know we've been doing it for four years like that, or five years. At that years. point it'll be like five years. So yeah. yeah. And then a lot's changing, you know, like Jordan has has a daughter and, and so on. So it it's maybe you You're
1: you're moving on. a mile down the road. I mean you don't <laughs> don't don't, don't sell yourself for it. You up too. <laughs> I move uh, I move
0: about I move every year. Uh so I, I think I've we joke that I've recorded from like six different places since the podcast so good. started. Yeah, and where I are you stress, moving to? just Came like a, mi- a mile oh, okay old. yeah um but we keep like thinking uh, you know are the movers gonna cancel or whatever are they not gonna be able to do it but it's, thankfully it looks like it's gonna happen tuesday this so. would
1: be the perfect time for like if i live next to you and you're like hey can you help me move i'd be like i can't dude <laughs> 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 yeah
0: that's true yeah i mean you could, yeah you get maybe one friend but yeah it's like the can't.
1: it's like the ultimate like oh man i would but you know I might yeah. see my grandma in the next year. So like I can't do
0: Right. It. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's funny. <laughs>
1: All right. So you, you've had that, which is cool. Um, you also are pretty involved in improv. I would say pretty involved. It's the only thing you post about on Instagram. Like that's <laughs> it. My wife yeah. didn't even know you had an Instagram because I, I did cause I follow you obviously. And the only thing you post about is the improv. You'll take photos. Yeah. Well, it's not you. I'm sure it's Kirsten taking photos, but, yeah. um, it's that. And then you'll talk about the tigers sometimes, but you can't talk about the tigers right now because there's no baseball. No so so talk about improv yeah. a little bit. Sure,
0: yeah. Um, so improv was something that I'd always kind of been interested in and wanted to do, but the opportunities just really weren't there. I moved to Milwaukee uh, going on probably about a year and a half ago. Uh, and the local improv scene, is it's, it, it's pretty good. There's a couple different places to go. Um, so I was looking for something... Last winter was pretty brutal as well. Um, I know you escaped the Midwest for for greener pastures, but it it was a bad one last year. I had moved to a new city and I was looking for a way to meet people, get out. Hmm. And also that was just kind of improv was something that I'd always wanted to, like I said, try. Um, So yeah, I've I've taken three classes um, over the last year at a place called comedy sports, which is a, A local improv place it's kind of it's national there's places throughout the country but it started in milwaukee oh nice Um, there's like you just like you kind of the classes you sort of learn games and then it culminates in a a big showcase at the end of the semester and uh, I've liked it a lot the podcast or improv or different things because it's uh, you know it offers sort of creative fulfillment outside of doing your job or, or whatever else you have going on in your life so it's kind of fun to go out on a, a weeknight and just sort of riff with people for a yeah. couple of hours uh, and I've met some cool people and the shows are you know amateurish but uh, I think pretty fun for people and uh, yeah it's, it's been fun I'll eventually I will finish out the I'll take another class at that place or, mm-hmm. or, or go somewhere else. But uh, yeah, it's been a fun thing. I, I think, I think it's something you, you would like as well. As yeah. I've always I, thought
1: about it. It's, it looks, I'd probably want to go do it with you. So I would, I don't think I, I don't think I have like the the courage yeah. to do it on my own like you did, but yeah. I would, I, I would go with oh, it.
0: Okay. Yeah. There's no courage in boredom. You know, you eventually actually got to get out of the house and do something, especially during the winter.
1: Yeah. Talking about creative too, you mentioned mm-hmm. like the podcasting, improv thing. You're also, I mean, amongst my friends and people I know, the best writer that there is, that's a third thing that you do on the side. Like how much writing have you done? recently or do you wish you'd do more of it like where are you at with that thank
0: you for saying that uh about the writing i think it's more of a testament of the other people you hang out with than my actual i tell you club. i tell you
1: this, i tell you this quite frequently that yeah. the, the times that you're not on twitter are dis like i really feel like with enough followers you would have some of the best content uh, on twitter
0: yeah so writing um in terms of like recreational kind of personal writing uh I predominantly I, I've been working the last probably three or four years on just like scripts, like television scripts, pilots, uh for shows. You know, I watch a lot of TV and movies. I studied film uh, in grad school. Uh tremendous money maker, obviously. Oh yeah. Moving to a brand new apartment. So uh <laughs> no, I uh yeah, so I, I write scripts on um kind of I think I've written at this point probably by like ten, eh, maybe seven, seven to ten sort of pilots on sort of variety of topics. Uh, it's kind of something I'm always doing. Mm. I always, if I'm not like writing, I'm planning, sort of figuring out story structure and so on. Uh, I write pilots instead of movies because I can, they're shorter, I yeah. can do more of them. And I think the chances of selling a pilot or a TV idea are probably better than film right now, just cause it seems mm. like that's kind of where the landscape is. I mean like PlayStation has content, Facebook has content. A lot of TV shows go in a lot of places. Yeah. So I think if you're trying to sort of eventually sell something, I think that's sort of the move. So that's what I do. Um, and yeah, it's just always sort of evolving. I write hour-long scripts, I write half-hour scripts, uh, comedy, horror, drama to an extent. Um, yeah, it's 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 fun. I like it. Um, I only show them to like two or three people. I show one to one. <laughs> yeah. So. Um, but yeah, I, I keep it pretty close to my chest. And yeah, I mean, eventually the goal would be to try to try to sell one or to try to try to get it in the right hands. And uh, I think. You know with each script I get a little bit better more than trying to like make money off of it or anything I really it makes me feel um, it makes me feel good yeah it just it's yeah. a good way to sort of stretch the the writing muscles and I you know when things come together uh, and someone else reads them and it, and it kind of works for other people I think I think it's uh yeah I like that that's my favorite kind of writing so yeah
1: so that's a pretty good segue I think where you have three things that you kind of do in your free time and I think it's I talk a lot about you know having things that you do to hopefully one day just that's your full-time gig. You know, I think a lot of people, they have like these jobs that they're not really big fans of. And by the time they come home, they just watch Netflix for like four hours and they pass yeah. out and then they just kind of do it all yeah. over again. And so I do that as well. Yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, Definitely. if you, but yeah. you're, that's your focus though. So I guess it's sure. a little bit different right. for you. Yeah. So sure. with, with those three things, like in a perfect world, like 10 years from now, like what are you doing? Like, what are you working on? Like, what's like your dream, job are you doing one of those three things are you not like what do you think
0: yeah i mean i think it's a good question sean um always asking the tough questions i would say you know improv is not something that i i do with any illusion of of anything beyond just like getting (laughs) out and having fun i just i don't i don't want to be an i don't want to be a professional (laughs) improv guy uh if if you can do it that's great work and, and and probably fun um i would say 10 years from now of the the sort of side hustles, hobbies. I would think if I, if I could sell a script or be working on writing scripts, something like that, um, that would probably be, that would be a goal that I would like to mm. have met in 10 years. So as far as where I'm at, I don't know. But uh, yeah, if I could- That's, if I that's
1: could, 10 apartments from now, think about that.
0: I, I sincerely <laughs> hope you're wrong. I would like to, yeah, I'd like to sell a script uh, for something uh, and that would, that would really be it. Sounds simple, it's not. Uh, yeah. I, w- I wish it was, but how's know, that, ten- pro-
1: how's that process work of selling? Like, how do you even get that mm-hmm. into the hands of the people that have a chance to make the decision?
0: If you're in the Midwest. You don't, uh, oh, which is, okay. I mean, like, I think, I think, uh, you know, I've talked to some screenwriters and stuff. Some people in the know, in the, in the, sh- in the biz, they in call the it the biz. Wow. Yeah. we okay. do call it the biz actually. Yeah. A lot of people think that's a fallacy, but it is, it is the biz. <laughs> um, it's like calling it Atlanta ATL. That's oh, what okay. call it, So you got to do it. Um, everybody says you got to be in LA to to do that. For me, you know, it's not really in play right now. Uh, so I'm, I'm working hard to come up with a lot of samples and kind of a portfolio, uh, and just kind of trying to get better so that, you know, if I'm ever in the position to do that, to go out there, or if I meet someone or make a connection that I can sort of have this body of work on the spot. Yeah. Like anything worth doing. I think it's kind of hard like i said something a lot of people are trying to do but yeah uh i focus less on that right now Mm -hmm. uh and more just kind of on the writing
1: okay yeah Yeah, because i feel like it's 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 also one of those not necessarily hobbies but like it's just one of those things that people do that it just takes one you know like it just Mm -hmm. seems one person to come across at the right time like at all i almost like if you were to combine like improv and writing it almost would be cool if like all of a sudden you're like on saturday night live as a writer which would be right yeah probably something that everyone aspires to do. So it's not Seems like,
0: like, it, yeah, you're
1: yeah. not, you're not like the only one that would be doing that. Nah, so <laughs> no.
0: No, that'd be cool though, for sure. Yeah.
1: All right. Well, I have, I have two final questions for you. Okay. Okay. Yeah. And, w- both of them are, these are hard hanging ones, right? We always talked about growing up that there was two different body types of Adam Dietz. There was the one body. <sighs> I, knew, type
0: I knew, I knew it was, was going to come <laughs> up. Yeah. I knew. That was, that, was,
1: come that up. was jacked, right? That was, uh, that was doing all the weight training, really muscular, and then the second one was the the thin one that could dunk. Which one are you currently? Are you are you are you dunking deets or are you bodybuilder deets right
0: now? Neither. I'm I'm very, um, <laughs> I think like dad bod sort of mode. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, uh, yeah, it's like especially now can't go to the gym. Uh, I've been running a little bit, uh, doing a lot of eight minute abs. Mm. I take a lot of comfort because I've been doing the same eight minute ab video since like 2006. So it's like. The more things change, the if more. If it ain't broke, change. don't fix it. You know. Yeah, it's broke. Um, <laughs> but I was, yeah, no, my my body type is, is neither of those things. I definitely couldn't dunk, and I'm I'm not very strong. Uh, that's
1: that's disappointing to hear. I'm
0: glad you're able to ask that because I did know it was going to come up. <laughs> um, and no, my body type is neither of those. So, either.
1: last question, not as hard hitting as that one.
0: Okay, um, that was hard. Yeah, that, that was, was really that nice.
1: was that was a hard hitting one.
0: And kind of conf- it made me face some things which I didn't like.
1: But, Ooh, and that's yeah. I, I try to get the most out of these interviews. Mm-hmm, yeah. uh, so, the last question: Do you think you will ever play? flag football again
0: Hmm. i'm gonna say i'm gonna be optimistic and say that yes i will okay um i would like to i'm always trying to get into like a rec basketball league but i don't know it just like gets harder as you get older i think especially i've moved a fair amount so like i don't have a a base necessarily i think if you stay in the same place you can sort of do that easier um do i think i'll ever play flag football again i hope so uh it'd be great you know you me get the band back together wow That'd that'd be pretty sweet That would be fun. Um, But no, I I hope so. It'll never be like it was before. Um, I know, I don't know. Do you talk about our flag football team every show? I try to bring it up
1: when I can. I pick my spots.
0: Yeah. Um, So those were good years and we had a lot of fun and we took it a lot. More more, than we should way
1: more serious than I. I get. To, I have time hop, so every now and then, Facebook yeah. will serve me up a status that I made, like the smallhawks just won seventy two nothing. Like it's like super bragging.
0: Cool, dude. <laughs> I know yeah. it would have yeah. like
1: three likes. Yeah,
0: uh, that's funny. Um, but like in our defense, college, not a lot going college, on. College, man. You know, like you can get really into your studies, which maybe I we should have more. But um, you know, you gotta have hobbies. You gotta have things going on. So yeah, like it seemed important at the time. And, um, you know, we got the shirts to prove to we prove got our dominance, a lot so. of shirts,
1: a lot of shirts, a lot of photos. Yeah.
0: A lot of shirts that don't fit me anymore. So again, no, no. body those, those yeah.
1: left, those left me about three houses ago. Live, so <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Same when that happens, yeah. <laughs> all right, well, thank you so much for coming on. We'll try and uh, maybe bring you on a little bit later on down the road. We can get a, maybe tour of the new apartment. Um, but yeah. again, if you, if you, if you like home improvement, um, Jordan and Deeds do an excellent job on the podcast. Like I said, I, I like the, I still, it's like one of the six podcasts that I currently follow on Apple podcasts. So, uh, if you get a chance, just tune in. Um, uh, but, uh, Hey, we appreciate having you on Adam and uh, I'm sure we'll have you on again in the future.
0: Thanks. Thanks a ton, Sean. It was great to be here. And, uh, again, very cool thing you're doing. I hope you keep at it. And, uh, yeah, just, just a, a pleasure to talk to you one of my dear friends.
1: Oh, <laughs> Good luck with the move. See ya. All right, All right. Thanks again, Adam, for being on the show. Uh, if anyone is a fan of the television show Home Improvement, uh, please listen to him and Jordan on Home In Podcast. It's on Apple Podcast. Uh, give it a listen. If you're in Milwaukee, you want to stop by one of his improv shows, uh, hop in there. Or if you just like reading scripts and you're hoping that you read a pilot that one day makes it big, uh, Adam Dietz is definitely the man for you. So again, thank you everyone out there that is currently social distancing. It means the world to a lot of people. The world is crazy. I hope you found some solace uh, in what we did here today uh, and as always welcome to the Valley of the Sun.